0: I came to the united states my first experience with the power companies and power utilities was that it was plenty and available all the time which was something amazing for me given my background my past that all i saw all i knew was blackouts it was just the way of life having continuous power was something quite new and life-changing but in the summer of 1992 As you may know, Hurricane Andrew hit the South Florida area and knocked out power to perhaps most of the South Florida area. It was a quite devastating hurricane. It was. A direct hit. It had not happened for many decades before, at least not in that magnitude where a Hurricane Category Five or Four when it made landfall hit the area so directly, almost in direct, almost perpendicularly from the Atlantic Ocean, and it caused major destruction. The area was utterly unprepared. I guess the building codes were not up to par to withstand strong hurricanes. Many areas of South Florida were utterly devastated power was knocked out for many weeks. In some areas, we're talking about over a month, even in areas that were not directly hit, that were sparsely damaged. The power was out for, I want to say more likely four weeks in my area where I used to live north of the Miami area there. The hurricane barely touched the area. However, the power had gone out in my neighborhood for many weeks. I want to say about four weeks. And we had a lot of inconveniences and trouble at first, adjusting, mostly adjusting to the store closures. We were running out of food and water. We were kind of anxious about that. Work had closed. Factories were closed. So, of course, work income was basically non-existent. My parents did not have almost any benefits as far as paid vacation time. Factories around there provided very little, if any, time off benefits. So, if you were off, you were not getting paid, by and large. It was an immigrant community, mainly. It still is. And abuse and the low benefits were abound. They were the norm. Still are, most likely. So, the most egregious part of this story is that we got charged just as much or more for our utility bill, our power or electric energy bill. We got charged more than if we had had power for the three, four, five weeks that we did not. The power company was allowed, found a way to charge every single customer, especially those Of immigrant backgrounds, especially those in areas where there is poverty and very little political power, they found a way to charge those people for the damages caused by the hurricane and the repairs, and it was through their monthly bill. If you wanted your lights to come back on, you better pay the bill that you're being sent. If you want your lights to stay on after weeks of it being off, the power company figured that they dramatically raise your bill for that month to make you pay. And? They were very assured that you will happily pay because of the suffering that you had already endured. So they took advantage of the situation many, many times. They took their monies, they took their millions, likely from insurance policies that they had perhaps up to the time. They took their millions from the federal and state governments, from emergency coffers, emergency response funds, etc. And they unlocked millions. And they took also from their own coffers that they had built over time on the backs of every customer they had. So that was Florida Power and Light, FPL known in the area. And that was my first experience from the power company. The electric bill of course, was among and still is among the highest expenses of any household, perhaps apart from food expenses, the mortgage or rent. And perhaps if you have any car notes, maybe those three payments are more than your electric bill. But other than those three, your electric bill is likely your highest bill, perhaps now only being rivaled by a lot of people's cell phone bill, which a lot of people's cell phone bill is just ridiculous at this point a lot of people have accepted and willingly submitted to very high cell phone bill costs because they want to have the latest and greatest phones it has become a symbol of perhaps affluency high status whatever so people are using that to represent their status and they are very willing to pay for high cell phone bills But even then, I believe your power bill is usually higher. We're talking in the hundreds of dollars, two to three hundred dollars, perhaps on average, and a lot more for the most egregious cases. In 2002, I moved out to the panhandle of Florida, and there I had very sour and bitter experiences again with the power company. This time I was paying for my own apartments, rents there, having a more or less difficult time there with adjusting to my new life. I was newly started a job and, and newly married and adjusting to all these changes happening, new location world had moved and changed in just a matter of weeks adjusting this and i guess left with very very high power bills to begin with in this new apartment very small apartments one bedroom and the bill was so high i remember that i felt like i was being charged for the time that that apartment was sitting idly empty unoccupied maybe they were trying to charge me for the entire time it was unoccupied with perhaps the refrigerator being on Air conditioning on, lights on, who knows what else. And I said, wait a minute. No, I don't want to pay for this. This is too much. You are overcharging me. Obviously, I have not used this much power. Even with your connection fees, all of your extra fees, this is abusive. This is outrageous, the amount of money that you were charging me. I had a precarious and low income at the time. But these people didn't want to hear it. These people offered zero help. Their first reaction was to blame me and advise me to pay or lose services. So, being as frustrated as I was at the time and defiant to an obviously abusive system, which offered no help, offered no kind of flexibility, no kind of forgiveness, no kind of malleability with my payments and how much and how long do I have to pay. They didn't want to hear any of that. They wanted their money and they wanted their money then and there. If not, I was to get my service shut off. So I agreed, okay, shut my service off. I don't want your service if you're going to be disabusive. So they almost immediately shut it off. I want to say that same day or the day after, almost as if they had texts on standby, waiting in their trucks to get a call so they can go disconnect someone's power. So apparently they have the resources on standby to disconnect your power, but they apparently didn't have the resource to attempt to help you a little bit, maybe work with you, maybe give you a little bit of a discount as a newly installed customer, maybe give you a little bit of time to pay for your bill, maybe spread out your bill, break it up a little bit. No, they didn't offer any of that help, they didn't point me in any direction for any kind of aid, even being a very low paid member of the time. They perhaps detected, heard my foreign sounding name, my foreign sounding way of speaking, accent, and they decided okay, we're not going to even mention any kind of help to this guy. We really don't like him, so F him and disconnect his power. That's the attitude I picked up, I detected from the power company of the time. I am not really sure who covered the area, which was one company, the Panhandle region there. And long story short, I ended up having to pay, having to reconnect power after a few things came together financially. I couldn't be without lights. I couldn't be without refrigeration. Didn't have the money to invest in any other alternative. There wasn't really any other alternatives to energy we didn't have the technology then that we have now with powerful batteries and solar panels or other means of producing electricity so it was either the utility company or nothing and having to work having to work odd hours irregular hours long days you know this was just not a choice to be so inconvenienced and uncomfortable at your home i have met people that did go without air conditioning in response to perhaps what I think it's high power bills. And this individual, I remember mentioning a few times that he did not use his air conditioning at all, any time of the day or night, which was quite impressive and demonstrative of the frustration and the abusive rates that these companies have and the very many people that actually cannot afford it that need it but cannot afford it. These electric companies seem to have this sadistic pleasure in making you suffer, disconnecting your power, having you pay for reconnection charges, late charges, late fees. They tack on insurance fees on you. Perhaps your rates are higher. So you end up paying more if you are a person of low income, having trouble keeping up paying for your power bill. They pretty much blame it on you. They blame you for not having much money, they blame you for being late, they don't care whether you're being late because you're sick, you're disabled, you didn't have a job, you lost your job. They don't care. They just think that you have the money, you just don't want to pay it on time. That's their first and only assumption. And that's what they act on, that's their first response. Disconnect your power, no questions asked. Many people have died as a result of these companies disconnecting power. There are stories abound for you to see the reports on, news reports, and even court cases that have settled because power companies have disconnected. People with disabilities, people in old age, people with young kids...